Yo, 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 it is the LA Killer Podcast, episode 2. It is Tuesday, February 4th, and let's get right into it. We're going to have a good one today. First off, I want to start with Vanessa Bryant requesting some of the items that many of you left for Kobe at the memorial. And wow, that's that, that was so many things, so many gifts, so many things that y'all dropped off for him. And it was just beautiful. It's a beautiful sight. And... You know, we we were all saying, you know, we don't need we don't need to ask her. We don't need to we don't need to know anything from her. Let her mourn. Let her be. And just recently, she you know she put a put out an Instagram post, you know, speaking on about Kobe and Gigi. And I just I just hope she's doing okay. She's doing better. And my prayers, my love is with them. It, it is such a it, it was just so shocking and I think that's I can say for all of us of how shocking it was we weren't ready and I was um I, I had a conversation with someone recently about just passing and being being um being ready for the afterlife and I, I don't think right now I could ever say that I'm ready you know I don't think I could ever say that I'm actually ready to go but his you know, his unexpected passing has motivated me to go 100% every single day and see how real life is, how real, real life is. And even before, just, you know, personal experience that I've had, I realized how real life, how real, real life is and how real it can get, you know, zero to 100 real fast. And to not take the you know, waking up and, you know, having the things that we have for granted. And I think sometimes we take just the simple things for granted. And, you know, every day that, you know, every every morning or really afternoon that I wake up, I, I start off with saying, thank you, God. Thank you for waking me up. Because it is, you know, from to me and to all religious people, all religious listeners, you know, he is the one that provides, he's the one that gives us life. And we all... You know, we owe that to him. And I just want to say again, my prayers, my love is with you, Vanessa and the family. And I hope that you are just getting better. Second topic of the day, Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday was just two days ago. And it did not, it did not disappoint um, I did not watch it. I watched the highlights, and the highlights did not disappoint. And it, I can actually say, I feel like it was possibly the best Super Bowl I've seen or watched highlights of for the past few years. You know, I think we've gotten so used to the Patriots being in the playoffs and being in the Super Bowl. It's like, okay, Patriots going to win, la, la, la. And... The, like the I can say with the Falcons and Patriots, that was a snooze fest until maybe the second half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter where the Patriots started picked up steam. And like the Eagles, that one was to me that put me to sleep. It was just, just I guess I just got so used to them seeing them play. I think the last good one to me was. Patriots versus Seahawks. Now that was a good one for me. And the Chiefs defeated the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers, 31 to 20. Uh, which is Sherman. Ah, I'm a big I'm a fan of him. I'm a big fan of him. I'm, I'm a big fan of his 
personality, you know, how he approaches the game and um, just his his mental onto it and, you know, always striving to get better. I, um, you know, I feel like if he was there just a bit sooner, he could have he could have um, prevented the touchdown. But they were so close, even if he did prevent it there, they was just so close in the end zone. I mean, it, it was almost inevitable. You know, they were almost guaranteed to score anyway. So um, really couldn't do much anyway. But the Chiefs did defeat the 49ers 31-20. The, the the Niners had a good run game in the first half, and then um, good to give credit to the Chiefs. The Chiefs adjusted it, and they um they made the Forty um, Niners have to they made them a more of a passing team more than a running team, and it was it's a it's a good um it's a fresh um breath of fresh air to see two new teams in the Super Bowl and Mahomes. He had a great year last year, and to be able to capitalize and get the the prize, the main prize this year, that that's that's a testament to his greatness and to how great the team is. And I'm proud, proud of Mahomes. I've I've seen him um, last three years. So he became a starter last year, and then just seeing him, you know, just flare and just be great. Magic Mahomes, you know, those no-look passes and things like that. He he added some freshness to a kind of a stale product. And I I think he has many great years to come. I think, um, like Cam Newton, you know, he went 16-1, and 15-1 in the regular season and then obviously went to the Super Bowl and got dest- destroyed by Von Miller, really. You know, we we were all championing him to be like the new guy, the face of the NFL franchise, and you know the the year after that they just crumbled, and now we have I think we have a new guy, the new face of the franchise, the new face of the league, in Mahomes, and I think that's a great thing. So, salute, congratulations to all the Chiefs out there, all the fans, and. Um, Mahomes even had to go to the Disney World. Okay, third topic of the day. Dame Dollar scorching the Nets. Triple-double, first triple-double. He, he's been on a roll lately. He has been on a mission. He has been scorching the Nets. And, I mean, he deserves it. He deserves all the recognition. He deserves all the credit. He's 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 been on a roll, you know. He's been scorching the nets, shooting five feet by behind the arc, and just drilling it. I mean, it is, it is just a it is a it's a blessing to see this guy go. You know, he's been he's been un 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 uncredited. You know, he's been unappreciated. He's been underrated since he's been in the league, and with. The tools with the players, with the teammate, with the system that he has, he has made the best of it. You know, he has CJ McCollum, and he he's a good shooting guard. He's a good he's a good teammate. They have a few guys that are injured, like Nurkic. Um, he he's one of the main like he's one of the main guys. And when he got hurt a few years ago, um, it kind of just derailed the um, their momentum and um I think it's good to see Melo. It is really good to see Melo on the NBA court, but I think 
if he can stay consistent, definitely on the defensive, he just adds a bit more defensive effort. Then that would do um that do do them justice going forward. And I've always liked Melo. I've always respected Melo. He's always been, um, ironically enough, a very mellow, chill person. And he doesn't really like to, you know, he doesn't like to bring so much attention to him. He just likes to play. And I know how close Kobe and Melo was. And um, Kobe was supposed to come to the, the Blazers-Lakers games. And he did take um, that night off to, um, to mourn and to, you know, clear his head out with that. So I hope, Melo, you're doing good. I hope you're keeping your head up, keeping your spirits up as much as you can. I, I know it's hard, a difficult time. I know it's difficult in a time like this. And I just hope that you continue to get better. But salute to Dame Dollar. He's 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 on a mission. He's he's a heck of a player, heck of a point guard and I'm 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 wishing for the best moving forward, you know, in the next couple of weeks. I hope they can continue to to win games and to just play play great and I want to see them in the playoffs I know they haven't been so good this year but I I think they can sneak their way in the playoffs maybe eight or seventh seed and do good and make some noise in the um in the playoffs now moving forward um I just saw this post I just saw this um not too long ago and I I I understand where where He's coming from. So Jay-Z, the Jay-Z and Kaepernick situation, um, the Jay-Z, you know, partnering with the NFL and being like the the front runner of like directing the the like Super Bowl halftime and show and those type of things. Um, in my opinion, and all due respect Kaepernick. Um, I do I respect his his choices that he made, obviously he's doing it, doing a good sacrifice, making a sacrifice. But I feel like once once you sacrifice, once you put yourself out there on the ledge for something as big as this, then you have to understand what you're putting yourself into. I feel like um, with just the kneeling and everything... I feel like, you know, putting, let, let's just not with what he's doing because he hasn't done nearly as much as Martin Luther King did. But just putting himself in the conversation of just standing or sitting, you know, but just peacefully protesting like Martin Luther King did. Martin Luther King, I I have good faith in myself to know that Martin Luther King knew what he was getting himself into with the protesting and with the the marches and with putting himself out there. He put himself out there as the face, as one of the faces of civil rights and justice for all people that all people, you know, regarding regardless of color, sex, orientation, um religion, ethnicities, regardless of all that. You know, he 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 sacrificed his life for us. And I don't think he was looking for his next job or I don't think he was looking for you get what I'm saying? I, I don't think he was looking 
for none of that. I think he was on a mission that was bigger than himself. And I think he knew that. And for Kaepernick, um, I think if you have to know that the league is not going to like this. The, I don't think there's, yeah, there's not a single black owner. And so you don't have the people that would be on your side in those rooms. And, you, I mean, you do have, you know, some black coaches and general managers, but they already, you know, they already have that that tone of ownership over black players, over black faces. And when the NFL did give you a tryout and you didn't take it, and instead you made your own tryout, and um, kind of what Stephen A. Smith was alluding to, I agreed with I agree with Stephen A. Smith because the you're you're asking the NFL to give you a tryout, okay? And when you say no, you know you're gonna have your own and you're gonna make sure that everyone sees it and everything. Which I agree with. Everyone should see it. It shouldn't be no, you know, shady business with the NFL and not letting players or not letting the media and not letting let letting us the people see what's going on. You still have to you you it would be in your best interest to go to the NFL to their tryout instead of yours because you're asking the NFL to give you a shot back into the league. If okay, you can't just give yourself an NFL tryout and think you're gonna get yourself back in the league. Okay, you want to play. In the NFL, you had to play by their rules. Now, I know it's not that black and white regarding the situation. I understand that. But you can't just say you're just going to, you just just can't put yourself out there and think, oh, they're just going to. No, you you have to get yourself, you know, in their good side or in their favor and play by their rules. And. I mean, I just hope, and I mean, it's been three years, you know, it's been three years, almost on four, I think, and you're still not back in the league. What you did for us was, it, you know, I applaud the sacrifice. I applaud the the making, you know, the awareness. I obviously, I was already aware, and I think plenty of people was already aware, you know, with the lack of equality and the you know the police basically just treating us like you know like we're nothing and just wrongfully killing us you know black people or um you know people that aren't white you know I understand that but with Jay-Z his thing is okay what is what are we going to do we already have the awareness, and I know not everyone knows, but now we need action. Now we need action. We need to do something about it. We can talk about it all we want. Everyone has a voice, but is everyone? does everyone have that courage to go and do what is necessary? Are you, are you willing to get yourself dirty so everyone else can be clean? 
that is that is the thing now. We have to do something. We cannot just keep talking about it. Because then it's redundant. Then it keeps, you know, then it's how many ways can we switch the words to make it, make the conversation seem a bit new or have a different perspective. And how, how, how longer can we do that? We have to do something about it. And I think Jay-Z, that's just how he's thinking about it, is action. Um, I have a question for you, and I was thinking about it myself. Who are your heroes? Who are the people? Who are these people, or if anyone, or just one person that you either know or you don't know personally that has saved you, that has inspired you to get yourself out of a, out of a bad situation, or someone who's motivated you to make you, you know, motivated you to do something great for yourself or for someone else. Who are your heroes? I think, number one, growing up, my hero was John Cena. I grew up being a big WWE fan and seeing what he stood for, hustle, loyalty, respect, it, you know, it gravitated, I gravitated towards that, you know, never giving up. Always, you know, keeping yourself humble and giving your all, giving your hundred percent. I've gravitated that, and you know, seeing him defeat almost everyone in the industry or in the ring, it um it, it showed me even more to keep going and keep fighting and keep fighting the good fight. I think an, um another hero of mine is LeBron James, someone who has, you know, throughout his entire. Ex- almost entire life has been under the the attention of the masses, the media being heavily scrutinized and you know name called and you know called the what the the chokesin run and all those type of names uh kind of poke fun at him or just poke at him. You know, he's been someone who's always, you know, carried himself with integrity you know, always been humble, doesn't like to, you know, doesn't really bring up much accomplishments, always someone who has also been very even killed, you know, you don't really see him step out of character or out of his, you know, out of his normal behavior. You know, I think with artists and with, you know, play basketball players or with athletes, you know, I, I would like to like you, I would like to appreciate you, I would like to respect you more than just your profession. You know, you can, you could be a great rapper, but are you a good person? Do you treat people with respect? How, you know, how much, you can like the, what they do and how they do it, but how long can you, how, how long can you like just, you know, their rapping or their you know, they're playing. How how long can you do that knowing that they're not a good person? They don't treat people with respect or treat people with, um, you know, yeah, with respect or treat the people's things with respect. You know, I think the heroes in my life have displayed extreme respect and honesty and integrity and with how they move and with how they move people. You know, these, the people that I call heroes, LeBron, John Cena, and there's, a, you know, a few other people. 
you know, they do a good job with inspiring other people to to be, you know, the best versions of themselves and to always, always stay humble, you know, always keep go- always keep going and fighting the good fight. So I woke up to I, I don't I need to stop waking up to too bad news, but well, I don't say bad news, but um, I woke up to seeing G Easy and cuddling with Meg the the Stallion. Um, uh, that's that's very confusing. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I'm I I am not a G Easy fan. I do not like him. I don't like his music. I think he's extremely corny. And with Maggie Stallion, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of hers, but I do like some of her records, and I do like how she, ca- you know, she's she's carrying herself with um, respect and is a um, is a good performer, good good rapper. She's she has a she has a song with the baby. I like the baby. I mess with you know, I mess with the baby, and he's he's a good rapper too, but. I just wouldn't see Meg the Stalin with G Easy or vice versa. It's a unusual combination, but you know, like they say, opposites attract. And you know, some have speculated that this is a publicity stunt or just a way for one of them to be in the news, you know, to get more attention and whatnot. But uh certainly was unusual seeing this, so with whatever happens, uh, that happens. I I thought G Easy was with Hosley. She's a good singer. She's a really good singer. She's been on some really good pop records that I like. I was like, I was I was confused because I thought G Easy and Hosley were together, and I guess not. <laughs> but on to more music. Um, where is Party Next Door? Cause it's not the door next to my house. I I was aware I thought he was dropping in January. And I saw that he posted saying that he was dropping in February sometime, but just where where is he with music? You know, where where has where is his mind state at? You know, um you know, for for a while the talks has been oh he's working with Rihanna, he's working with Rihanna and her album and things like that but um the two records that he dropped loyal and the news i was not a big fan of loyal um it wasn't loyal is not a bad song it is just a song that has been played by not only drake numerous times but by other artists numerous times there's a song that Drake and Suri Lee dropped, and it has the same bop to it. It's one of those bops that you just can't get, that doesn't lose. You can't lose with that type of bop, that um, that like that, that Caribbean or that, that dancehall type bop to it. You just can't lose with that. But it's it's not a bad song. It's not a bad record. It's just a record that has been song that's been played before and I think um a lot of people kind of caught on to that and noticed that and didn't really like it as much the second one though the news now I like that one I I really like that one the beat um the beat is really hard 
it is it's it's a good it's a good record. It's a good chill type record. Um I I hope that I hope that's a good one for I hope he puts that on the album. I think um I hope I think he does put that one on the album and he has more of those type of records too. And personally I'm not a I'm not a party next door fan. I know he signed with OVO and I know obviously I'm a Drake fan, but I feel like he's bad he's a he's just a better artist or a better writer. Not much of an artist. You know. I um I would like him more just as a writer, just writing for Riri or co-writing with Drake or um other, you know, OVO artists or just writing for other people. Now does he have some songs that I like or I love? Yes. I like Wednesday Night Interlude. I like Come and See Me. I like um I like the one with you. I like that one. That's on I I like almost every Drake and Party Next Door collab, you know, but I just see him more as a writer. The 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 collab that they had on More Life I really liked. Um, gotta listen to the Oh Kelly. I like that one. And I like the one on views a whole lot. But um regarding with that party is it party mobile, party mobile, party mobile, I have no idea. But <laughs> if if party's gonna drop I'm, all I'm gonna say is he better not flop. <laughs> he's if he's gonna drop, he better not flop. And the weekend is hunting. It's is it's not the first time parties drop and then two seconds later you got a weekend um single out too. It's been a few times that parties dropping and you got the weekend right afterwards just dropping us right after um party drop. And I'm a I'm a I'm a um I'm the weekend fan. I like his earlier work. I'm not more of a, you know, I'm not a stan by no means, but I'm like I've noticed the difference between the music that The Weeknd made, you know, 2011, 2013, and now. He's he's making more. Of, he's more of a pop artist. He's saying like, you know how deep. And just so like sexual and so deep with the drugs and everything, how he was back then. Now he's making the the records that everyone can listen to, but still have some of the ingredients that he did carry with now or back then now, to make it more suitable for everybody else. And is that a bad thing? No, that's that's a that is a sign of, that's a sign of growing. Because when your fan base is growing and your audience is growing and you reach to the masses, now you have to, you have to, you know, accommodate to the masses. Now you have to focus on them, and with that, you know, with that, now you have to, you know, you have to be able to play for them, make music, make the product suitable for the masses. And some would say that's white people, or some would say that is. Um, the people behind the big industries and being able to play your music in Target and, and, you know, stores like that. Or just, 
Um, Twitter. Yeah. The that being the masses, Twitter being the masses, but I think 2020 is a great year for music. Kendrick is dropping, Cole is dropping, Lil Rain dropped, Drake is dropping, Future is dropping. I think I think um Rihanna should drop. This would be a good year for Rihanna to drop. And we've been we've been Everyone's been thirsting for new Rihanna music for almost, what, three, four years? Um, with Rihanna, I think she's she's matured. She's grown perfectly. I've listened to a, a few old Rihanna records, you know, Run This Time Tonight. That's a, that was a good record. That's a great record back then. And um, just seeing, like, now with um, listening to Anti- um, that was a that was a good album for what it was, and I think now, I I'm 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 really excited for, to hear her, speak onto, you know, just to hear her speak now. Just what is the what is Rihanna saying now? What is something I don't want to say new, but what is happening in her life, that nobody knows about? Obviously. What 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 can we expect with a new Rihanna album? You know, I think Kendrick, um, with Kendrick dropping, that would be, that would be a, that's gonna be huge. You know, when Kendrick goes silent, turns off everything, you know, he's he's cooking up something. And with Cole, Cole's always Cole's always been, I think, underrated or underappreciated as an as an artist. But I think, I think when Drake goes or when Drake retires and I think when Cole goes or retires um that's when everyone will actually give them the credit and I think that's a sad thing but I um that's also the reality and Cole has always been he's always been consistent you know he's always been consistent and he's always you know he's always you know messed with the fans he's always interacted with the fans he's always been He's always been real, and I think, you know, that's that's hard to that's hard to recognize now. That's hard to come by and recognize, in the media or in the new age of just, you know, being superficial and being, you know, I don't say more like a plant, but just, you know, having a smile face for everyone. You know, I think Cole's always been who he who he was or who he is, and you you can't get in a, any better than that. And um, speaking of music and Drake, um, I, 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 as, as I, as I see how Drake fans really are, it's kind of sad, actually. Like, how can I just like now I'm actually like seeing how Drake fans think, and it is not everyone, but just certain people that I just see and how they. Like, how can you be jaded 24-7, you know? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. You're 25 and jaded. And it just, like, come on now. You're, you're, you're messing up. You're, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards, you know? Like, please, get over yourself or get better. Pick yourself up. And me, I'm not a big fan of Trapper Drake when he collapsed with Future. I'm not a, I'm not a Future fan. Um... Did 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 um what a time to be alive have some records? Yeah, it slapped. Yeah, 
but uh it is just future just how you know so many people say Drake sounds the same and Drake's you know says the same thing and doesn't have nothing new to say. I kind of feel the same way with Future. You know, I kind of feel the same way with Future and just auto tune and coding, Percocets. And it is just nothing really new. You know, I don't think he has much substance. Although, ironically enough, all he really talks about is substance. But, you know, he, he has a good fan base. You know, he's like the. The face of just mediocre trap auto tune, I guess. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm just not a big feature fan. You know, but has, did like life is good. That record slap. Future has a good verse on it. You know, I I listened to it a few times and Future did do his thing on it, but it just to me it's just not enough. You know. When I'm writing music, I'm writing real music. I'm just not writing stuff that sounds good on a Instagram caption that I think everyone's just gonna, you know. I'm not. I'm not making music that you can repeat the same lyrics a hundred times like the new age rappers now. You know, I'm just. I'm not doing that. I I want to hear real lyrics, real thought, not being able to say the same thing because once a person listens to the song long enough or or hears it then they're going to it's going to get you know stuck in their mind. I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of authentic real bars, real music, not I I can say the same thing a few times and you get and get you know get away with it or because my sound was new, my 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 name and all how, how I was, you know, writing or rapping music back then was new, you know, I think I can keep on doing it, and, but, I mean, salute to him, he has a good fan base, and he's been, you know, his longevity, he's had longevity for the most part, and I just, I would, you know, I'm just not the biggest fan of it, so, but him and Lloyd Harvey's kind of entertaining, I mean, that's 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 the thing, you know, with rappers now we have to and like the new rappers or the mediocre rappers who I think are mediocre. I hear him I hear them in the news for what they're doing that is you know, the relationships or what they're doing in the streets, what they're doing with other people more than the music. You know, how good is the music? Now it's just what relationship is the person in who are they cheating on or who are they fighting that type of thing you know when you when you listen hear drake it's it's usually always been about the music you know not like 90% of the time it's always been the music you never really hear, hear him in the news about anything besides the music because he's he's just one of the real ones you know and plus you know he has a kid and the internet is a weird place and i wouldn't put i wouldn't want to put my kid out there anyway you know with the accessibility to all these weird websites and all these things you know just it is just too much out there and i would not ever want to put my kid or my my family in the spotlight for other people to no that's that's not going to happen but 
Um, with that being said, I do have another question. And just hear me out. I I could probably I could probably word it a bit better, but hear me out. Would you marry yourself? Would you marry yourself? If you if yourself asked you to marry them, would you say yes or no? And what I'm trying to get with this is are you in a are you in a place in life where you feel comfortable with yourself? When you look yourself in the mirror, do you feel happy? Do you do you love yourself? Do you love your body? Do you love how you look? Do you do you think you have to make do you think you need to make some changes to how you look or to you know to to enhance your lifestyle to make a better life? How do you feel about yourself? And do you do you invest in yourself? And what I mean by that is um do you have some do you have a plan in life that is going to in the long run help benefit you? Do you have anything that you're setting up to do, whether it be a project? You know, for the all the artists out there, do you have you know, do you have any projects out there that you're gonna purchase or put time into? It doesn't always have to be, you know, investing with money, but investing in time. Do you have something that you are passionate about that you will, you know, for how many days it takes, put in the heart, put in the effort, put in the passion, the love, the sweat, touring tears, and be proud of it and stick to it, you know? If you have to, you know, it's and it's not a bad thing if you say no. It's not a bad thing if you wake up in the morning or wake up and you look in the mirror and, and see something that you don't like or you don't feel comfortable with yourself or you don't like yourself. That is not a bad thing. The bad thing is when you don't try to do better, when you give up. Failure, failure is okay. Failure is great. And not... And you know, let me let me get some context to it. When you fail, failure gives you an opportunity to look back at your mistakes and do better. That's that's you know when you fail at something. But I think true failure is when you don't take the step forward to even getting yourself in the position to perform. To look back at your mistakes, look back at the the film, you know how can you how can you make the team if you don't you know go out and try out you know you want to make the basketball team, but you don't try out you that's giving up before you even start you know if you if you want to make the basketball team you know in the upcoming fall in the summer you're already putting in the work you put in the work when you wake up when you you know, when you before you go to sleep, you're eating right, you're training yourself, you're watching film or the greats. Heck, you're even getting yourself out there, you know, at the gym or outside in your park, in your driveway, you know, with your own goal. And you're setting up your own phone, watching film of yourself. There's a, these are little type of things where you can do it yourself without needing anyone or without needing you know all these cool gadgets or equipment to study yourself and see what you can do better you know it's 
I mean, I know we live in a generation, in a society where we want to be comfortable. We want accessibility ASAP. We want convenience. That's what we want. We want convenience. We we don't want to go to the store, so we're going to have the store come to us. That's what we have now. We have 10 seconds in the microwave versus an hour in the oven. I'm, I'm not a microwave person. All right? I'm going to put my food on the stove. I'm going to wait till it heats up. I'm going to put my, my food in the oven. You know, not in the microwave. We live, we're living in a, just a quick microwave society where, you know, as creators, now, now we got to get the new thing that's popping, you know, now we got to, oh, we got this dance move that's popping. Okay. Now we need to, now we need to do something different. Now we got to go out and do something crazy to keep momentum, to keep our notoriety, you know, kind of, I mean, this is not a dig at him, but like Boot Gang or what is the name? Boot Gang? Yeah. Where all he was doing is just stealing or, you know, not paying for haircuts. Okay. Now what happens when you walk in the store, walk in the barbershop, now, they cl- now they're locking the door. Now you got to pay. You know? What happens when now everyone has gone used to what you are already doing? And what you're already doing wasn't positive or wasn't good in the first place. Now you're becoming a broken record. You know, now you need to come up with something new. And the more you keep doing wrong to gain notoriety or gain, you know, public attention, now the more repercussions you're going to pay, now the more, in the end, you're going to have to make more apologies and do more good to get to where people would trust you again. You know, but that wasn't that wasn't dig at Bukan. I think he's living a much better lifestyle, hopefully, you know. But that's just how I feel, you know. I feel like I'd rather, you know, be fully cooked in the oven and then rather than that than the than the microwave, so Onto something that I'm looking so much forward to, that I'm looking, looking, and waiting for. I can't wait for this. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision. I I can't wait. You know, I'm a big fan of Marvel, the MCU. Anyone that knows me knows how much a fan of I am. A Spider Man and Iron Man, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think um the yeah the Winter Soldier is just a great character, and the acting is great too. Um, but I I would like to see more of what happens, um, you know in in the in DC. You know with um you had Captain America the Winter Soldier and Captain was in Washington DC like Captain America. The winters like there's parts of the MCU where okay, that's never gonna happen. You know, there's no such thing. There's not, you know, aliens never gonna come up to the Earth. Thor, Hulk, none of these characters will ever happen. And Captain America really probably never happened either. You know, but kind of I like how there are some like realistic aspects of the MCU and. <clears throat> Excuse me. Regarding the like the the Wakanda, not Wakanda, 
but the Soviet Accords, where now you're, as a hero, now you answer to the government, you know, and um, Captain America Civil War, Iron Man chooses to align himself with the government, and Captain America basically is a, you know, um, well, he's a criminal, basically becomes a criminal, but he's for the, the people, for the, you know, for the people kind of like okay i'm a musician and i'm signing with a label versus i'm a musician and i'm independent that's kind of like how it went down where you're either with the machine you know with the corporate people and with the you know all the high ups or you're with the people you're underground you get what i'm saying i kind of like how it gets dark and it gets a little not I don't want to say hundred so much realistic, but you see like some realistic aspects with um with the, within the MCU. Loki, Loki is a great character. I think everyone loves Loki more than because the Tom Hiddleston is such a good looking person. But Loki is just funny. I I really enjoyed his performance in Thor Ragnarok. Um. He's always been, you know, what's the word, like, just deceiving. He's always been so deceptful. He's always been just, like, you you hate him, but you also love him. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's always been that type of character where, like, I just want to get rid of you. I just want to beat you up. I just want to, but then, like, he's so charming and his wit, you know, he's very witty. And WandaVision, that's going to be a different um, that's gonna be such a different show. Just like the fifteen seconds, well, it's like thirty seconds with all three of the shows. But like just seeing them and how they're doing it, it looks so like crazy and looks like a just a whole different take. And it's just gonna be great. Um, I'm really I'm looking forward to. I will put Falcon and Winter Soldier first. I will put Loki two, and I put WandaVision three. But I don't know if I want to watch them episode by episode or do I want to let them all like let weeks go by and then like I get to watch them and binge watch I don't I don't know which one I want to do um moving on I have another question I have three questions the third question is how is your mental health how are you feeling and have you noticed you know mood swings have you noticed any type of depression or any types of, you know, any types of, you know, behavior changes, you know, have you, have you noticed it? Has anyone, um, noticed anything with you? Like, how do you, um, how would you, how would you notice this? How would you notice a different, a difference in your, in your moods or in your behavior, you know? But I think, um... That that's a good question to always keep in our minds is how is our mental health? How is our mental state? You know? With the way the world is and how scary it is almost, you know, with um just just the evilness that corrupts America and the world. It is easy to get ourselves out of you know, or get ourselves into a slump, uh, you know, depression and not um not really know how to get ourselves out 
And I think um, it is important that we we have once we notice something is being different, or once we notice something's different, and once someone notices something different, it is important that we pursue pursue help, pursue guidance, pursue maybe counseling or um a place where we can feel good about ourselves, a place where we can feel calm, feel reassuring that everything's going to be okay or that we're going to be okay. A pl- you know, having friends that, you know, that are really our friends and that will you take time and take um, time with us to help pick ourselves up and get us to a better place. You know, I understand that we, you know, the the consensus is that this generation is soft. This generation is sensitive. And you know what? I I think I am a very sensitive person to... Or I'm a very sensitive person regarding, um, regarding action. And what I mean by that is, you know... I'm I'm from Ohio and I'm a big LeBron fan. I'm a big Cavalier fan. And when they lost in 2015, I w- I was sad. You know, I cried. I was I was 15, you know. I I was I was sad. I cried. But then what helped me get over it was next year. There's next year. Okay, we got it next year. I I, I went and looked back. Okay. We we were missing two of our all stars, two of our main guys, and we were injured. And we got to game six, I believe. You know, it was just LeBron and some of the scrubs, pretty much. And so I was always thinking, next year we're gonna be better. We're gonna be healthy. We got this. And you know, I just I just gave myself these little reassurance. Before I ever got myself in such a deep state, because I was I saw my hero lose, and no, you know, as a kid or as a kid that, you know, wants to always see the hero win or is not accustomed to seeing the hero lose, it it can do a whole lot to the um, to their confidence and to their their um, mental state. And so what really just helped me was just giving me just giving myself those. Little reassurance um, things where, like, we're going to be back there next year. We're going to be healthy. We're going to be good. And even, and what I meant by action as well was words don't hurt my feelings. You know, words don't hurt my feelings. They don't really do anything, you know, because, and how I feel is words, they don't have voices. They don't have a mind. They don't eat. Words don't sleep. You get what I'm saying? Words aren't aren't human. They don't do nothing besi- besides what you allow them to. Everyone has opinions. Everyone has a voice. Everyone has, you know, a mouth to talk to, right? Now, why would I let someone that doesn't know me or that doesn't know me personally, why would I allow myself to give them any, you know, power over me? That was essentially what would be happening by letting their words, you know, get me in a bad mood. 
You know, if I if I was to wake up and you know I see a text from someone or you know what I mean like just someone on Facebook saying, "Oh, you can't rap," or "You you're a bad rapper," or something like that, and I let my day go sour because of what that person said. That's me giving them power over me. That means that I think, and this is just how I feel, that would mean that I think I'm a bad rapper, you know? And, and But in reality, I know I can hang with the best of them. I know I have the pen. I know my pen game is good. And so why would I, you know, I'm in a state where I only care about actions, you know? I don't care about words. Words are what I make them. Words are what I allow them to be. And that's that's that goes for good words or compliments. And it goes with, you know, bad remarks or harsh critiques, you know. There's a difference between giving someone... There's a difference be, between being Simon Cowell on American Idol giving you a harsh critique versus someone, some heckler or some troll just saying things for attention. We need to remind ourselves there are people with no confidence, that there are people that have no nothing going off on themselves in life. And so their only way to make themselves feel good about themselves is by tearing or attempting to tear people down online. Why would I give someone with no... AVI or AVI in their profile power over me because they said, oh, I'm a bad rapper or I can't do something. Who are you? You, get, you, you don't even have the, the, the goal to put your face out there. So who, who are you to judge? You know, we just have so many trolls and people that just want to rile us up. And that's how they get run over us. Oh, look, look, look. You know, that's all they do. That's what trolls do. That's what hecklers do. You know, you're not, you know, going to like a comedy place or, you know, a stand-up, watching Cat Williams. You, there's a reason why he's the comedian and you're the re- and you're watching them, but you're heckling them. Why? Because you just want attention? Because you want to have some... You know, 15 seconds, 15 minutes of shame or 15 minutes of fame, which really is shameful. That's that's really what you want is some attention off of what we need to put the attention on so you can have some. Because what you're doing isn't good enough or because you have nothing to get good or any real attention for. Okay? This, you know, they say all publicity is good publicity. Is it though? All attention, any attention is good attention. Is it though? You know, people will be out here just wilding, just saying the darnest things because they know it will bring attention to them. But once you build a track record, that's when people start, kind of like I was saying, like with Boom Game, once you build a track record, then people start knowing who you really are and what you really are. People start knowing, oh, you're just you're just clout chasing. That's what we live in. We live in a clout chasing society. 
And as soon as we stop giving these trolls, stop giving these people power over us by saying something mean or saying something harsh, the better that we can start living for ourselves. Yes, you know, as a as an artist or as a creator, we're putting ourselves out there to be critiqued. We're putting ourselves there out there to be judged and whatnot. But we have to know what we're getting ourselves into. Before you do anything, definitely as a career, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. And if you want to be a famous rapper, that means you're gonna have to accept the good and the ugly and the bad. You're gonna have to accept the good. Just as good as you said with the bad and the ugly. The bad people that are trying to deceive you. The bad people that are trying to steal from you. The ugly comments. The ugly, you know, minded people that just want to give negative energy on you. Just as just as good as you, you got to take that just as good as you take the compliments. Just as good as you take the accolades and the awards. You have to be to take all of that because there's just no, there's no way around it. There's just no way around it. You know, LeBron James, you don't see him get in the media for cheating on his wife. You don't get, you don't see him in the media for, you know, shooting someone or, you know, doing something bad or something evil. Yet we have these people that think they know him, critique his fathering, his parenting skills, really? It's like these people, these news and these sports anchors have really nothing to talk about. And so don't you know, like, don't you notice it is either LeBron being talked about or the Cowboys and the Cowboys won't even be in the playoffs. They won't even be relevant and yet you always see them being talked about you know they just make up these just atrocious headlines because they know okay LeBron is gonna get the clicks okay the Cowboys quote-unquote America's team which I don't think they are is gonna get the clicks you know and the things that are that are actually happening that actually mean something you know they that that doesn't even get the the recognition that it deserves you just got to got you just got to know what to give your attention to you know and like i said you know i said it before i'm a sensitive person but i'm not sensitive to words and that's that's not me like i'm not saying i'm not saying like you know like I don't care, like, I'm not saying I don't care or I'm not, you know, it's not like that. You know, I care what people think, but I care what the important people think. I care what the people that, that I should care think. Not about the trolls, not about the people that just want to rile, you know, get people fed up or angry, you know. Moving on. (laughs) Um... The coronavirus. I um I want to send out my prayers to everyone that's been affected, to those that um are that are in China. You know, I want to send my prayers out to them, and I hope that 
you stay safe and that with everyone that's been affected, I think there's some cases that's been, um, that's been.